It's a game day, and it's a beautiful game day. Let the heat come down upon us. We bathe in the heat. We love the heat because we hate the cold. And I'm not going to complain about both. So there you go. Uh, Colts, Eagles tonight, 8 o'clock. I cannot wait for this game for a variety of reasons. We'll go over those. But first, we're going to talk about Jonathan Taylor and the Colts and some truths about this. We keep talking about what the truths are. And the truths in this fracas really, really important and kind of lead us to the correct path in evaluating what's going to happen with Jonathan Taylor and the Indianapolis Colts. There's some people who get it and there's some people who don't. And there's some people who think it's about respect. And if respect equates to money, then it's all about respect because it's all about money. We're going to talk about that. We'll also talk about some back-of-the-roster type uh, negotiations that are going to exist tonight. There are going to be players tonight who, because of their play tonight, will make the roster and players who will not make the roster. We'll talk about a couple of those, including Pharaoh Brown, who has got to show an ability to avoid something rather than embrace something. We'll talk about that. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now for Thursday, game day. August 24, 2023, brought to you by the great people at the Hoosier Hardwood Festival. Look at this beautiful chainsaw art, all carved with a chainsaw. Art like this available at the Hoosier Hardwood Festival. It's awesome. It's at the Boone County Fairgrounds beginning tomorrow, running through Sunday. Just great stuff. If you are in the wood business, you can get equipment out there. If you are in the art business, you can get some art out there as well. And no matter what, you're going to have a great time. They always have a beer garden. They have good food. They have good music. It is a lot of fun out there. Brown or uh, Boone County, not Brown County, Boone County Fairgrounds. So head out there. That's right up at like 865 and 65. Very near the intersection of those two major roads in North Suburban, Indianapolis. All right. Uh, you want to win the Anthony Richardson jersey that we had not received before this morning. Do we get it today? I don't know. They said when I ordered it, it was going to ship on or before August 25th. So we hope that it is going to be delivered sooner rather than later. Because tell you the truth, I'm more impatient about it than you are. So relax. I'll take all the impatience on for myself. Uh, but when we get it, we will draw a winner immediately. You can still enter by following this channel and Two Big Brains, as well as sending me a DM so I know where to send the jersey. I got to be able to say, hey, you've won. Where are you at? And then I address the envelope, plop the, uh, the jersey into it, and off it goes. Same day. Can't wait to give it away. Telling you the truth there. Absolutely cannot wait. Let's talk about the truth as it uh, regards Jonathan K Taylor, I want to remind you, like this video, it's a nice thing to do. It's polite, right? Who's your hospitality? Liking videos, that's what you do. And uh, also, if you want to make a donation, you can make a donation. We had a $100 donation yesterday. Very, very nice. Thank you to Michigan Hoosier. Uh, if you want to make a donation, go ahead. I get a special graphic that catches my eye. I read the comment. I answer the question, whatever you want. All right, the truth and truths about Jonathan Taylor. The truth, one of the truths is we kind of rag uh, Jim Irsay for playing fast and loose with the truth like he did, it seemed, on July 29th when he said, we are not going to trade Jonathan Taylor now. We are not going to trade Jonathan Taylor in October. 
that seems disingenuous given the fact that now the Colts are allowing Jonathan Taylor to negotiate his own kind of release from here. Tom, thank you very much. Track the jersey. If it hadn't shipped, I got nothing to track. You know what I'm saying? They'll send me a tracking number when it ships, I would assume. And if not, I'll just get it in the mail. That's just the way it works. He hadn't lied yet because Jonathan Taylor hadn't been traded yet. So until he's traded, everything that Jim Irsay has said to this point about Jonathan Taylor and his employment with the Indianapolis Colts has been absolutely true. So what are you going to do? Uh, Taylor is not getting screwed. I heard Dan Orlovsky say this. Oh, Jonathan Taylor is getting screwed. He's not getting screwed. He's got a contract. That contract is the same contract that almost every second-round draft pick gets. It covers the first four years. And this year, given where Jonathan Taylor was drafted, 41st overall in 2020, he is scheduled to make $4.3 million. That's the contract. Now, would he prefer to make more money than that? Would he prefer to make more money than the franchise tag next year? Yeah, and yeah. That doesn't mean he's getting screwed. Look, Jim Irsay is living by both the word and spirit of the CBA that was negotiated between the owners and the union. The owners didn't just issue the franchise tag language as an edict upon the players. The players sat across from the owners they hashed all this out, and boom, here you go. You can be franchise tagged, and the level at which you were franchise tagged, that's where you land. And this year for running backs, it's $10.09 million, and next year it's going to be about $11 million. If you want to franchise tag somebody a second year, it's 120% generally. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 120% of their last year's wages. That's the way it works. That's not getting screwed. That's Jim Irsay adhering to the letter and spirit of the CBA. And the Colts saying, if Jonathan Taylor had broken his spine, God forbid, right? Broken his back in a football game last year, the Colts would still be on the hook for the final year of that contract. That's the way it works. Uh, Real Chris Ballard says, giving up uh, Taylor for two-thirds and a bag of chips. Love them picks. <laughs> you know what? Chris Ballard does love them picks. And he would probably take two-thirds. Now, the problem is that the Miami Dolphins don't have a third or a... Th they have a first and a second next draft. They do not have a third and a fourth. Plus, at some point, they got to pay some people. They got cap issues. That is what's going to keep this deal from being done. There are financial realities in Jonathan Taylor negotiating an extension with the team. And then there are draft pick realities. And both have to be satisfied in order for this trade to happen. You've got to have a team who's able to pay Jonathan Taylor at the level he's demanding. And they have to have the equity necessary to get the Colts to say, okay, We'll make that deal because it's still all on the Colts. That's the truth, too.
this is all on the Colts. The Colts have to say, yes, we will trade Jonathan Taylor for those picks to this team. Would they do that within the AFC? I would not. It would have to be an NFC team. I'm not sending him to the Dolphins. I'm not sending him to the Bills. I am not going to get good in two years and all of a sudden have to play Jonathan Taylor in the playoffs. He goes off for 220 and sends my team home. No chance I allow that to happen with the Super Bowl or advancement in the playoffs being on the line. Uh, money's going to heal all wounds, right? Jonathan Taylor, he's, he's really sore at the Indianapolis Colts. He's not happy with the Colts, and he doesn't want to be in Indianapolis anymore. That's solved with a 15-minute conversation, and Jim Irsay saying, you know what? All right, how about we do this? We give you a signing bonus this year at this amount, and then next year it will guarantee you what it appears the franchise tag value is going to be. Jonathan Taylor would say, hey, I could not be more thrilled to be in Indianapolis. This is home to me. I want to spend my whole career here. That's the way it works. This is business. This isn't butthurt. Uh, for the Colts, this is not personal. And I'm not going to speak for Jonathan Taylor necessarily about him being all fat and happy as he perhaps would sign an extension to stay here. What I will say is this, he's 24 years old, and 24-year-olds oftentimes don't know how to separate business from personal. Uh, Andrew Luck retired four years ago tonight. How about that? August 24th, 19, or 2019, Andrew Luck retired. That was a weird night. This entire drama is weird, but it's weird over the course of weeks, right? That was weird all of a sudden. Adam Schefter dropped that bomb on Twitter, and all of a sudden the world in Indianapolis changed a little bit, at least for Colts fans and for Andrew Luck, who wanted to do it a different way. Andre Dardis says, do you think the Colts franchise can recover from another substantial loss? Also, will Ballard uh, really have control? Hey, I don't think Ballard has control now. Like Jim Irsay, I think as soon as Jim Irsay and Chris Ballard had their little spat, and there was a spat about whether Hard Knocks could come in here during the season in 2021. I think as soon as that happened, and Ursay said, look, it's good for branding, it's good for us. I think that that dynamic, the dynamic those two had, completely changed. I don't think it's the same, and I think Jim Ursay, based upon that decision and the uh, fracas between Ursay, and I'm not talking about a physical fracas, and Ballard, I think the balance of power and, and Jim Irsay's willingness to cede power to Chris Ballard changed. And it changed enough that Jim Irsay said, look, Wentz has got to get out of here. I don't think Chris Ballard would have done that if not for Jim Irsay. I also don't think Jim or Chris Ballard would have fired Frank Reich if not for Jim Irsay. And I'm certain that he would not have hired Jeff Saturday if not for Jim Irsay. So things have pivoted a little bit. Would he have drafted a quarterback fourth overall if not for Jim Irsay? That is interesting. Darren Llewellyn says, loved your book. Also, uh, will Ballard really have control? The loved your book. I enjoy that. Good for you. Oops. The Art of Learning from Mistakes and Adventures. I wrote it. It's available on Amazon.com. You can read it, and you can read all 37 chapters, each articulating errors that I have made and that I have learned from 
And as you read them, you're going to say, wow, man, this guy when he was in his 20s was a complete dumbass. What an idiot. Eh, guilty. But I learned. I lived to learn and, and celebrate the lessons with better behavior. All right. Uh, reports. And this goes to Stephen Holder, who is a really good reporter. Stephen Holder, journalistically, is a guy who's going to dot his I's, cross his T's. So this is not a criticism of Stephen Holder and the sources that he's cultivated within the Colts or within the Jonathan Taylor camp or within the Miami Dolphins. He's kind of a Miami native. He knows the Miami area very, very well. He's got sources down there, too. But sources are only as good as the information that they give you. And so if, if Stephen Holder gets a, uh, a kind of a source telling him, Tuesday is the deadline. We have told Jonathan Taylor he has to have this thing negotiated and put to bed by Tuesday. We have to train him by Tuesday or it's all over. That's patent nonsense. That's a false deadline. That's not a deadline that the Colts need to work with. If the Indianapolis Colts have Jonathan Taylor on the 53-man active roster, and next Thursday, a week from today, a team comes along and says, hey, we want Jonathan Taylor. We'll give up a one and a three to get him, and we'll sign him to a great extension. The Colts are going to say thank you very much. There's no deadline. The deadline is soft, and that means it's not a deadline at all. It's a guideline, and that's not got to do with Stephen Holder. That's got to do with the person making that statement, which is just on its face, not factual. Now, if they put him on the pup list uh, or keep him on the pup list beyond next Tuesday, that means that he's down for four weeks of the regular season, and that changes his value, value fundamentally for the team acquiring him. Tonight's game, 8 o'clock. The post game tonight will be at halftime. That's because I host a morning radio show. And how many of you are going to watch the entire game until about 11.15 tonight or 11 o'clock? Not so many are going to watch till halftime. Anthony Richardson is going to be done. The starters for the Eagles, the starters for the Colts will have long since stopped playing and put on baseball caps. At that point, you're, you're really watching like I will. I'm going to watch the whole thing because I want to see what the back end of the roster is going to look like. And I want to watch guys like Grant Stewart. One question about tonight, Grant Stewart. If he puts together another night with double-digit tackle numbers against twos and threes, does that matter? Yes, it does matter. It's not, it doesn't mean what it would mean if he did it against starters in October, but it means something. It means he's got a nose for the ball. He understands the defense. He doesn't put the defense at risk, and he makes plays. And they are looking for playmakers. So it does mean something. Pharaoh Brown at tight end. Pharaoh, don't commit a penalty tonight. If you whiff on a block, you whiff on a block, but you cannot hold nobody and you cannot set no picks. Don't do it because you're going to get cut sure as hell. Got to be trusted not to set the offense back and put them behind the sticks just because you don't know your job blocking. They would rather have you not know your job blocking and let a guy through than hold or set a pick. So don't do that. And, and I'm talking about not against pass rush, but out in the secondary. Uh, candidate to take a big step up? I got two. One's Bernard Ryman. Bernard Ryman has a really good opportunity this year to be a terrific left tackle for this team. The other, Grover Stewart. Grover Stewart looks really good 
in camp. Really good. And I think he's got a big chance to take a step up. He knows that he's probably playing for his last contract. He is under contract for the 23 season, and then he's either going to be extended or not, or signed someplace else. There's a lot of money on the line for Grover Stewart, so he's gone to work, yo. And he is ready to ball, and I think he's going to be really, really good. Two bottom of the depth chart players to watch. I want to watch quarterback Chris Lamons. I want to watch him because he's got the talent necessary to supplant one of the other guys. I want to watch Jalen Jones, cornerback, because let's face it, the corner position for the Colts is not going to be a strength. But if you've got a guy who's willing to play a little bit and re- willing to hit a little bit, that's Jalen Jones, and that means something. I also want to see Ronnie Harrison Jr. at safety, number 48. Lamons is 34, for those of you keeping track at home. Uh, could Arlington Hambright be the starting right guard? Of course he could. What are you talking about? Will Fries is, is to the NFL in terms of incumbent starters as Joe Biden is to incumbent presidents. They can both be replaced very, very easily. Uh, and that's not political. I'm not happy with anybody. Is any tight end safe? I think Kylan Granson is safe, to tell you the truth. I said that maybe they weren't. None of the uh, tight ends were. I might have said that yesterday, but I think Granson is. I think he's shown himself to be something. And Cubs-Pittsburgh tonight, we aren't going to be watching that because we're not going to pay over the top for the marquee network. want to remind you, thanks for the donations today. Thanks for the likes. Thanks for watching. Uh, Chainsaw Art, available beginning tomorrow, Saturday, and then Sunday also at the Hoosier Hardwood Festival at the Boone County Fairgrounds. And, of course, I want to show you the other piece of uh, chainsaw art that we proudly display in the, display in the backyard and uh, scared to live in hell out of a child named Stella not too long ago. This is Ivan. And Ivan, throughout the season, we are going to consult, as we have in years past, on lines for games, gambling advice for you, sports gaming. And so tonight, Ivan, the Colts are going to play against the Eagles in Philadelphia, and the Colts are five-point favorites. Who you got? Well, I'll tell you this. I think the first half is going to belong to the Eagles, and then the Colts are going to storm back in the second. They are going to win the game. However, they are not going to cover. So I take the Eagles as the five-point dog. Ivan has spoken. There you go. You get it from the uh, the persimmon prognosticator, Ivan. We've called him the uh, pine prognosticator, but I'm going with persimmon, or persimmon just because it reminds me of golf when golf was real and we hit the ball with wooden clubs. We'll talk to you tonight at halftime. If news breaks, it breaks right over my head and it breaks right here.